Is Cast Media paying its creators? The latest from podnews.net with Libsyn. Stop dreaming, start podcasting. Cast Media stands accused of not paying its podcasters. Jim Cornette and Brian Last devoted almost an hour of their latest show covering claims of Cast Media's behaviour. They allege that the company hasn't paid for the advertising sold on the show for some time, and that, should Cast Media's acquisition by Live One go ahead, and they sign an agreement, they would only be paid two-thirds of the money they're currently owned, with the final third as shares. Without the Live One deal, however, which was pre-announced two months ago but has yet to go through, Cast Media is likely to go bankrupt according to Cast Media's own lawyer. The apparent situation is summed up by the podcasters in their response to an email. You have attempted to force us into a bad deal in order to collect our money. This will not stand. Cornette alleges that all of Cast Media's sales team have left the company. Pod News has noticed that a number of Cast Media staff are indeed posting on LinkedIn that they are open for work, while others left the company a few months ago. Notably, Mike Jensen, the company's former chief business officer, launched Rhapsody Voices, his own podcast network, in June, and Jim Cornette's shows are now represented by Rhapsody Voices. Another cast media show, Happy, Sad, Confused, which signed in January, had a cast media logo on its thumbnail in mid-June, but now doesn't, and has shifted hosting to Libsyn. Colin Thompson, the CEO of Cast Media, emailed us a link to a guide on US libel law. He later denied that that email was meant as a threat, telling us, I was curious myself, I didn't know, and looked it up. Elsewhere, a TV rewatch show, Full House Rewind, has launched, starring Dave Coulier. The SAG-AFTRA strike appears not to affect the show. Over 700 podcasts are now participating in the Open Prefix project, including ours. The service offers free and open podcast analytics. We'll link to our stats today and a list of some others in our show notes and our newsletter at podnews.net. YouTube is offering payment to podcasters to be on the platform, according to Adam Curry. Speaking on the Podcasting 2.0 podcast, the podfather says he was offered access to the company's RSS ingestion pilot and a grant if he was to do his show in video form. As he told his co-host Dave Jones, he refused. I can read you what I wrote, uh, the reason why. In my opinion, this is a hijack of the term podcast at best and a disingenuous use of the term to build up a competency on the backs of thousands of developers and content creators over a span of 20 years. It's not a good look. I cannot support Google calling as offering podcasts then will, in fact, speak out against it. Did you follow that up by saying, oh, can we talk about the grants? <laughs> <laughs> Podcast Guide is publishing the most boosted podcasts on the front page of its search engine. The company says that we're in the top 12, and you can keep us there from our listing, just saying. Media Radar looked at how DTC brands are advertising in 2023. Over a third of consumers have cut back on their out-of-home entertainment, says a new consumer trends report from WARC, perhaps meaning podcasts could see more consumption. And while 53% of consumers perceive and targeting as intrusive, 62% find personalised recommendations are helpful, says the data. And even though 86% of Americans know what it is, compared to 83% for podcasting, Twitter is rebranding as X. So if you're still mentioning your Twitter name on your podcast, you're probably best stopping that. 
Well, it's time for some tech stuff, and in an effort to maintain our archive as a usable historical resource, we're automatically checking links and replacing any broken ones where we can with links to the Internet Archive. We've got a few examples and how we've achieved it in our show notes and our newsletter today. Headliner is promoting its AI tools in a blog post today. And here are some costs if you're interested. The Podcast Index apparently spends around $620 a month on hosting fees for their virtual machines, according to Dave Jones. OP3 spent $412.61 last month for hosting its open analytics service. And Podnews spends about $450 a month to host our platform. The majority is caching, the database and email. And in podcast news, still paying the price. Reparations in real terms is new from LWC Studios and goes beyond conversations about whether or not reparations should be paid, but how and to whom. Each episode delves into stories that reveal the profound impact of the ugly history on which the US was built, and it talks to a NASA hidden figure, a man who uncovers the painful history his family hid for decades, and others grappling with what reparations should look like. This podcast is sponsored by Libsyn. Are you ready to tell your story? Libsyn has an all-in-one, fast, easy podcast tool that allows you to plan, record, and create your podcast today. Stop dreaming, start podcasting with Libsyn at libsyn.com. And that's the latest from our newsletter. To read all the stories and subscribe, we're at podnews.net.